gone wild. Friends 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 gone wild. Hey everyone, welcome back to another slippery and exciting episode of Welcome to St. Paxson. We are still out in the Fey wild doing our thing, running into all sorts of creatures and places that are new and exciting to us. And leading us into the Fey wild and on our journey is our fearless DM, Fred Greenleaf. Hey, that's me. Hi, everybody. And of course, joining us uh, is Veronica. Oh, hey, guys. I am playing Creeping Flocks of Summer, as you know. And Mike Lane. Hi, everybody. I'm playing Irving. Not a bear anymore, by the way. He's actually a wood elf druid who likes to trip on things. He's very clumsy. We also have Steph. Oh, hi. I'm playing Blossom Bright Moon, the halfling fighter slash wannabe swashbuckler slash catering manager slash part-time lawyer and book publisher. She's adding to her credentials (laughs) with zero experience. (laughs) We also have Hero. Hey, I am playing Bosley, the human cleric who does things. And we also have... From the climax of our last episode, Stacy. And I'm playing Corey, Spider Smasher of Clan Tarth, who is pooping in bed sheets. <laughs> in a nest of bed sheets. Yes. In a poop nest. Okay. So last time, our adventurers were in a room filled with blood. Everybody but Bosley was present. And a unconscious tabaxi woman lying in a pool of her own blood woke up at a startle with a gasp of air. What do you do? I grapple her. Please roll athletics. 23. So you absolutely have her grappled. What is the intent of this grapple? I'm just going to hold her still so she doesn't try to attack anybody. Um, well, what were you doing in Corey's room, you bitch? She starts to scream. I would like to roll medicine to dose her with uh, something in my personal collection. No. I love how quickly this escalates. <laughs> I was excited that she wasn't dead. We were going to have to take her into the woods, and now well, we're going to end up taking her into the woods. Stop her from being dead. <laughs> so your intent is to both cure her, but to gag her as well. Is, well, is that to, what I'm understanding? To um, make her less combative. Okay. Ah, yes. That was a 19 on medicine. Describe to me what it is you're applying to both either incapacitate or to soothe her so that maybe she is not combative or screaming. I would say that I have various little spores that when inhaled just cause a nice euphoric calm. And so I will just basically pinch that spore underneath her nose. 
Got it. So you pinch like a capsule that releases these spores, which are inhaled by her and then should calm her. Yes. Okay. So she screams for about three to four seconds as Irving walks up and you can see that he pulls something out of what looks like a woven pouch on his belt. He crushes something in between his fingers and a barely perceptible cloud of spores flow towards her nasal cavity. And she, while screaming, breathes in heavily and within a second or two stops screaming and her wide eyes start to droop a little bit. And she is just looking around sluggishly, but frantically at the four of you. Okay. There you go, sister. Just calm down. I'm going to stabilize you. Make sure no more harm comes to you, at least Mm. in the immediate sense. Where, Where am I? You're my brother. Uh Oh, uh, yes. Who? Little brother. Yeah. Yeah. Who who am I? You know, I don't really know the answer to that question. Um Diane. Hello. D- Remember me? D- Diane? No, you're Diane. No. I'm Go ahead, please finish that. <laughs> I'm Brianne. <laughs> Brianne. And I'm yes. Diane. You are Diane. Yes. Why? Why am I wet? You started your period. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, what? <laughs> I oh my god I I'm so embarrassed why no don't be embarrassed you're a woman now I guess and I am a woman yes now you are Diane you Mm -hmm. are oh I have. A really bad headache, Brienne. Um, that happens sometimes when you are becoming a woman, Diane. Oh, yeah. I've I've heard of that. All kinds of things Have happen you? to your body when you go through this change. Uh, and it, oh, Diane, no. Bleeding from the head is not your period. You fell. You got all crampy and you fell down and you hit your head on the floor. Oh. That's. Yo, God. Yeah. No. Who taught you? No. I. Yeah. yeah. You fell. No, that makes that, more sense. Oh. Yeah. Um. What? What? Where? Where are we? Yeah. You decided to come into our room last night and, um. Yeah, we were all just having a really good time playing cards, mm-hmm. and you said that your your stomach was hurting, and you came back and said you had started your period, and then all of a sudden, you fell on the floor, and blood was everywhere, unrelated to your period. <laughs> God, oh, because of my head wound, because I fell. That's yes. where all this blood came from. Yes. yes. Okay. I'm not as embarrassed now. 
No, of course oh, yeah. not. No. Um, also, I think you're a fully mature tabaxi, so this has probably happened to you before. Oh, yeah. No, that that makes sense. Why why is my little brother a wood elf? Um, I think that that was like a joke that you guys were telling each other from last night, right? Yeah, brother? remember we when when we were playing cards earlier, you were talking about all this stuff like I never had a little brother and I'm like I'd be your little brother and you were like would you? And I was like I would. And oh. there we were. You Got guys it. really hit it off. We we must be really good touching. friends. Yeah. Do we do we, we play cards all the time? Oh. We do we sometimes. You. But you know what? Hey, <laughs> let me check out your head and make sure that you're okay. Yeah. I'd like to roll medicine again. Okay. I'd like to aid. Uh you are aided. Okay. Uh 16. Yeah, so you start to place a poultice and you then start to wrap her head and she's like, "Oh, thank you, little brother." Um wait. We were playing cards? Yes. Where are the cards and the tables and the chairs? Oh, we're playing on the floor, and here are the cards. And I, I reach into my robe hey. of something. Yeah. God damn. <laughs> and I pull out a deck of cards. 100% robe of useful items. <laughs> robe of useful items. There we go. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, it's starting to come back to me, Brienne. And you're my sister? No, 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 no. Uh, we're just friends. That's it. But- Diane, 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 it's so early. I didn't realize we have lost track of time and it's already morning. So maybe you need to go home and get washed up and get ready for the day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, no. Uh, yeah. Where do I live? That's a great question that I would love to answer for you. Um and until you can remember it, why don't we take you to the bar? Um, actually, wait, and I'm going to try and pour some water and, like, clean her up a little bit and, like, freshen her up. <laughs> <laughs> Give her a change of clothes. Let's go to the bar and um, we'll get you all set up with breakfast. And maybe once you have something in your stomach, you know, all of the uh, things that we did will, um, you know kind of dissipate and you can go on with your day yeah yeah no i that sounds good i'm i'm hungry yeah uh, that yeah. I, i'm hungry yeah that's definitely um, a side effect of of having a period falling yeah and the oh. medicine <laughs> yeah makes you hungry in your period <laughs> yes, yeah, it makes no, you hungry I, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah i've heard that yeah yeah. Okay, so I'm going to lead her out of this room <laughs> as quickly as possible, getting her away from Corey and to a meal. As you exit, Corey, you notice a very intricate woven basket that has a soft velvet cloth that covers the contents inside this basket on the floor as Phlox hurriedly exits with new Diane. I'm going to go pick up my basket and bring it back 
and sit on my bed and look at it. As you pick it up, you notice that the basket makes a little shake on its own, and you feel like there's something inside the basket that is moving around. Corey, is that a puppy? (laughs) I open the basket. Within the basket, at first sight, you see numerous types of breads and pastries akin to breakfast fare, but there is a slightly larger roll of bread inside, and from underneath a bear claw emits a dog face that is made out of bread, and it looks at you and makes a small barking noise. I take the bread dog out and I show it to Blossom. It's a dog. It's a puppy. Before you is a dog roll. It is a bakery familiar. Imagine a wiener dog, but made out of a bread roll. And uh, it kind of like starts to nuzzle in your hands as you lift it out of the basket. Oh my god, this is the cutest thing ever. Ah, I love it. And directly underneath its head is a collar, and there is a small scroll that is tied to it with a very tiny ribbon. I will take the scroll and open it. Within this small scroll, there is a letter written to you in a very small handwriting, and it says, From Organa to Corey for chance meetings. I hope you enjoy your new companion. And the dog rolls looking at you. I'm so excited about this. It's so cute. <laughs> so I am going to, to pet the good dog and then I'm going to let Blossom pet the good dog while I chow down on some of this food in this basket. <laughs> The rest of the pastries, thankfully, is not alive or sentient, and just pastries for you to enjoy, which is quite flavorful. There is quite the array of selections of breakfast pastries and tarts, and it is steadfastly becoming late morning. Oh, we got things we have to do, too. Yeah. So I'm going to fashion myself a little bag type thing out of the bed sheets that I did not poop in. (laughs) so that I can put my little bread dog in there and carry it along with me. I stop and look at the stain on the floor. There's a lot of blood on the floor. <laughs> so we're just going to have to light this on fire, right? I mean, uh, I, well, uh, how else? Um, if we could just move the bed over it, right? And just cover it up. Well, I feel like they're going to um, move the bed back after we leave. I don't really... Uh, yeah, what takes out blood? Um, do we need, like... Irving. Irving, do you have anything for this? For that much blood? No, we'd have to grab something. But perhaps we'll just put the bed over it, and, uh... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> on the way back, we'll gather the necessary ingredients. I mean, if two of y'all think that's a good idea, and I pull the bed over the stain... Yeah, With a absolutely. large groan and shriek as wood upon wood <laughs> scrapes across the floor of the in-room, you place the large bed over the pool of blood that is now stained into the wood floor, and it is, for now, seemingly hidden and covered. 
but cool. you also have a bed in the center of the room. <laughs> uh, we're going to pay It'll for this fine. room for a few more days. Yeah. And I'm just going to carve, time. I'm pooping in the door. And then nobody will enter. Do, do they not have like those little things that hang on the doorknob? Um, maybe we can just write, I'm pooping on that. And s- I come back <laughs> with a mop and bucket. <laughs> Well, well, that looks useful. Now I just gotta move the. Ugh. I go back in and I move the bed. <laughs> Bosley, you make your way out to the main room of the bar and tavern. There are several patrons on various tables, and then there is a tabaxi woman in head wraps at the bar top eating, where Otik is currently standing with a perplexed look on his face. Ah, good morning, Bosley. Hopefully that flagon of water did you well. It, oh, it did. Definitely did. Thank you so much again, Otik. Uh, looks like a fairly um, productive, busy morning for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say so. Um, some strange noises uh, in the night, but uh, you know how once somebody gets drinking them, sometimes they get a little rowdy, and oh, did, did I don't I, judge. Did did I cause any issues? Or well, I mean, unless I, you had a female in your room that was screaming at the top of her lungs, I no went oh. to bed straight away after. So it, well, one of those. I I see what you're saying now. Some I, other lucky man. Copy then, that. Yes, copy that. Understood. Understood. Or woman. Yeah, obviously. Could be anyone. Here in the Fae. You know, no sense in uh, yucking a yum, as the young say. I yeah. don't think anybody says that. I hear this horrible that. thing. <laughs> <laughs> but as I'm walking back to the room, Bosley! Ew! It, what? I'm saying let people enjoy what they enjoy. Yeah, come on. I, you chewed me up. We, by the way, Flox, uh, we, we need to have a, a quick conversation if, if you have a moment. Um, Great. Um, well, we can have that moment in Corey's room, right? Brienne, sure. um, it, I, I can't pay for this food. So, Flox, uh, shall I'll we go? It. Oh, okay. Um, Brienne? Uh, yeah. This is Brienne. She's my friend. Her good friend. Bosley. Uh, yes, of course, Brienne. Um, and, and your name. Hi, it's so nice to meet you. My name is Diane. It's Diane. Pleasure um, to meet you, Diane. Um, yeah. yeah I don't uh, know if you don't you. mind, we'll, we'll be back in a moment. Thank you. Um, okay. Uh, yeah. We won't. We'll see you later. But Goodbye. you're supposed to take me home. I, no, no, no. You're supposed to remember where your home is. I, I don't remember. Oh, okay. Uh, just wait here until we get back, I guess. Uh, okay. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> uh, bye. Bosley and I come back. Uh, so what the, what's going on? What's, what's with Brienne? Okay. Let me explain it. And I do. And then we'll get to the door with the mop. Okay. So 
what's the plan then? And I'll grab the mop and just say, where's the blood? I'll start here. Yeah. There's not actually a plan. I just had to get her out of the room. So Corey doesn't get charged with meditating or something. With me- Wait, We've already agreed Corey would not meditate. Yeah. She- yeah. We know that, but we don't know the other people don't oh, know true. that. And true. we would never want her to be accused of being a meditator. No. False meditation. Ugh. So her defending herself from an assassin was not something you felt needed to be reported. No, because she's not an assassin. She's waitstaff that got angered, gruntled, if you will. Fine. Terminology, whatever. She defended herself. You didn't need to go... Okay, well, we've complicated things, but uh, we'll, we'll get through this. Uh, I think more importantly, I'm sure you don't. I mean, uh, but we, we, we let's up. carry There's on. There's a knock on the door. <laughs> oh, no. Hi. Hi. I'm pooping. Um, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but Let the door is the door open and I can see you and you are clearly oh, not oh, pooping. Uh, um, it's, it's a, uh, that's how we greet people back home. Oh, who who is this? Oh, uh, it is I, Justina. I am here to bring you to the uh, great Fae cooking competition that's happening in thirty minutes. You oh. registered under Bobby Fele, and you're not there. I am your attendant, and I am starting to freak out. Great, we're coming. Yes, we need Gosh. to go. Oh now. my god! Yep. So now we've got another cooking competition with the guy that we were supposed to be going after. What the hell is going on? She can explain this on the way to the competition. Now, if everybody can follow me, we have an itinerary. We have an agenda. We have to make it there in 30 minutes to Great Britain. So please follow me. We have quite a brisk walk ahead of us. And we go. And on the way, I (laughs) fill in all the holes for Bosley. I would also like to fill her in about Stryker, give her a bit of a warning, like somebody's coming out. So we do need to keep a slightly lower profile. So maybe entering a food competition is not let's let's just try and keep you in the background as much as possible. So that way we don't have any flags popping up that he would come after you for. Wait, wait. I'm confused, though, Bosley, because our conversation with Bobby Faley took like 15, 20 minutes tops. Why didn't you come back and tell us that? Because, so I was participating in a bit of conversation with him. We ended up having a fairly good night together, and it seemed like a sociable situation. And by the time that I got back, you were all asleep, and I did not want to wake you because you were resting. Why am I the bad guy here? I'm just asking why you didn't tell us earlier when you knew. You mean when you were asleep? I haven't slept since yesterday because I've been so nervous. I kn- fine. Yeah, I'm the bad guy again, I guess. Whatever. I'm trying to help you here, but, you know, let's just rag on Bosley some more. Listen, and flus- and I'm the one that has off. to go and cook. <sighs> Goodbye. Oh, boy. I think maybe like. Okay, so Bosley and I are on the outs now. Oh, dear. <laughs> Do you continue to go to the cooking competition? I'm I'm walking <laughs> with them just away from her. So I don't know if you've ever actually competed in the great cook-off of the Feywilds, um, Mrs. No, but I've watched plays about Creeping. it. Okay. Okay, great. Um, so just want to let you know, 
this is the way it's going to go. Uh, you and the rest of the contestants will be cooking on the main stage, uh, where everybody will be viewing you. Uh, you are not allowed to leave, but they will be presenting three special ingredients at the start of the competition that you have no idea of, and you must use all three of these ingredients in your recipe. Now you do have access to everything else, but I see that you have your team with you. That's great because you're going to need them to go hunt and gather these items. So, uh, hopefully they have a wide array of skill sets that can support you. Um, because if they do not return within an hour's time to be able to present these ingredients to you for you to be able to cook within another 30 minutes after that, you will fail. Okay. Do you have any questions? No, not at all. My team and I are totally ready. Excellent. Excellent. Because you do have some stiff competition. I did hear Wolfgang is competing this year and he is always uh, kind of in second place to Bobby. And I hear he is uh, coming in with some, <sighs> let's just say he's going to come in with some heat today. Okay. Um. Well, I'm always coming in hot. So... There you go. That's the tagline that you can put in front of my face. Perfect, perfect. And she starts writing it down on a clipboard, still at a brisk pace as you follow her. And you are entering into an incredibly open field within the city of Tamar Rennell. There are large toadstools that are tree-like. There are obviously large trees all over the place. The meadow, the fields is just littered with colorful flowers. You can see that there are little what look like platforms that have tables and um, shelves and what looks like cooking equipment. There are about five platforms. And then off to the side, there looks to be what looks like maybe bleacher seating. It is currently completely occupied. There are hundreds of people here, all just kind of milling about, sitting down as the competition is about to take off. She's like, oh, great. We just made it in time. I need to go speak to the presenter. Um, if you can just come over here to this platform um, with your team and just stay here, maybe familiarize yourself with the stuff that is available to you so you could prepare uh, for the fantastic recipe that you will be presenting to um, the most prestigious of the, uh, well, the judges, of course, um, Paul Hollytree and Mary Goodberry. And with that, she runs off and um, you can see that the other four platforms are currently occupied with groups of five as well. And directly off to your left, uh, the platform, there is a drow gentleman and he is staring daggers at you, Phlox, and you catch his gaze. Hey, buddy. And I give him a thumbs up. He snickers and uh, just kind of does a optical pat down of you and then looks off to the side. I accept his optical pat down. Yeah. I let that happen. And then with a loud booming, you hear, let the competition begin. And the crowd goes crazy. And uh, there is a fairy 
and a dryad that walks into the center of the field and their voices are magically enhanced and you could hear them throughout the entire field. And the fairy goes, welcome everybody to the great Feywild cooking competition. My name is Mary Goodberry and always as my companion is Paul Hollytree. And the dryad goes, Welcome, everybody. It is another great afternoon for a competition. I am very excited for the chefs that are present here today. We have some great twists and turns to present 